0: Hey, hey, I'm Julia, the owner of Julia K Design, which is a small business specializing in wedding invitation design and calligraphy. If you're an aspiring small business owner, a fellow wedding creative, or just looking for some overall inspiration and insight, Julia's creative business guidebook will bring light to all of the challenges I've faced, the lessons I've learned, and the success I've earned. I hope you'll tune in every week for a new chapter in your guidebook. testing, testing, guys, y'all, ugh, hello, I shit you not, I just recorded this entire fucking 30 minute episode, (laughs) and none of it, none of it was recording, I swear to God, so, and it was like, my energy was good, I was excited, I was feeling it, and yeah, it just shit right on me, but, We're just going to pretend the last 30 minutes of my life didn't even happen. Rewind. Here we are. Hello. Hi, it's me. It is Valentine's Day. I am in a great mood. I'm not one of those people that like totally is obsessed with Valentine's Day, but I definitely don't hate Valentine's Day. And that's not because like I'm one of those people who have always had a boyfriend. No, I went four years in college without a boyfriend and I was totally fine. Like, you know, you just got to attach to the people who also don't have boyfriends, like your best friends, and make it special. But anyways, Nick and I are going on a little hike later and then cooking a steak dinner. and I'm so excited. Yeah, it'll be great. Um, I hope you're doing something fun today, showing somebody you love some love, however that may be. And yeah, it is Tuesday. I normally record on Sundays, but I'm going to Pittsburgh this weekend with my family to watch the Penguins game if you don't know, I'm a huge hockey fan. My whole family is a huge hockey fan. I mean, to the point where I literally have the Pittsburgh Penguins logo tattooed on my body. I'm not joking. Um, So yeah, diehard fan. If you are a hockey fan and you don't like the Penguins, literally do not talk to me about it. I'll talk to you about anything else, but don't bring up hockey because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm serious about it. So where was I? Yeah. That's why I'm recording on Tuesday because I won't be here this Sunday, but that being said, it's busy outside. It's a work day. So there's a lot of cars, a lot of semis, people honking, dogs barking, people screaming, you know, just cute little downtown sounds. So I'll probably have to do some extra editing, which is lovely because I have all the time in the world for that. And yeah, I still have the energy. I'm shocked because the last episode, the episode I just did that deleted that I'm now redoing, like my energy was at like a 12 out of 10. And I don't normally have that energy, so I don't know what's going on today, but I'm still feeling it. I still feel like I'm a little bubbly and fun. I've only had two cups of coffee, and that was like four hours ago at this point. So, you know, things things are going good today. Today's episode is talking all about imposter syndrome and more importantly or not importantly, more specifically like my take on imposter syndrome because I can definitely tell you that you probably won't all agree with what I have to say about imposter syndrome. So I truly don't want this to offend anybody. That's not the point. And I wholeheartedly understand that imposter syndrome is like an actual medical diagnosis. It has been studied from like years and years and years, like the 70s, I'm pretty sure is like the first study of imposter syndrome. So I fully understand it is a real thing. And this is not meant to like offend anybody or, you know, talk down on anybody that experiences imposter syndrome. That is not, that is not the purpose at all. This is literally just my thoughts and feelings on the situation, but more specifically the situation of imposter syndrome in today's society with social media, because I think today it is very 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 different than what it probably was back in the day. Um, I mean not probably, definitely because I think today's social media has a huge effect on imposter syndrome. So, all that being said, let let us just dive right into things. The textbook definition is a psychological occurrence in which an individual doubts their skills, talents, or accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. That's the textbook definition. My definition <laughs> Is pretty much somebody who doesn't feel like they are good enough to be doing what they are doing, or they feel like there are so many others doing what they do much better than they are. I think that's like, that's my definition that I think like plays into like how society portrays imposter syndrome in today's world. So just to start out, I hate the phrase imposter syndrome in today's society. I think it's just become a very big thing, especially as business owners and small business owners, I think society has almost made it seem like you are expected to have imposter syndrome. And that if you don't feel imposter syndrome, you are not trying hard enough, or you don't care enough, or you're doing something wrong. That's how I kind of see imposter syndrome in today's society on social media. I think social media is a huge factor in the growth of imposter syndrome lately. If you think back to like five years ago, five years ago was like when I was just starting my business, like Instagram was still, it was a huge thing and it wasn't, you know, you didn't really hear about imposter syndrome with business owners at all back then. And I think that's just because society has grown and social media has grown and, you know, people judge people. That's just that's how it goes. Unfortunately, we all judge each other. We judge ourselves the most. And so I think because of this like immediate validation that we're looking for through social media, I think it has kind of caused more people to feel like imposters because if they're not receiving the best feedback on a social media post or, you know, like an Instagram story or a launch or something, like if they're not receiving that immediate validation, then they start to question like if they're good enough, if they're doing the right things, if their business is successful. And like your social media presence and your social media interaction and following should never validate like your business's success or your personal success. And I think that's why the word bothers me so much in today's society, because I think it's just thrown around as if everybody should feel imposter syndrome and everybody should feel like they're not good enough and more importantly what bothers me is how if you don't feel that way you're almost like not working hard enough or you're not trying hard enough that's that's personally how I feel about it because truthfully I don't really experience imposter syndrome sure there are obviously times when I question like if I'm good enough to be doing what I'm doing especially like for example running this podcast like who the hell am I to stand up here. I'm not on a stage, but you know what I mean? Who am I to sit here and like preach to a bunch of strangers about running a successful business? Who, like, who am I to say that, you know? And so like, I could very well fall into like that hole of imposter syndrome with running this podcast. Obviously I'm like consciously choosing not to go down that path because like, I don't want that negativity in my life. I don't want to think that about myself. So it's just like, stay the fuck out of my bubble. (laughs) I really just don't care what other people are thinking or doing. I truly, I don't care if so-and-so doesn't think my invitations are good, if they don't think I'm talented, if they don't like the fonts I'm using or the colors I'm using, like, or they think that I'm being, you know, too much or too little. Like, I just, I just don't care. That's not to say that, like, I've always been this way. Like, okay, well, now that I think back to it, like, I really have kind of always been this way. I just don't really care about what people think. Um, and so that's why it bothers me that, like, society's trying to make me feel like because I don't worry about what other people are thinking or doing that I'm, like, less successful or I'm not trying in my business hard enough. Like, I think that's just kind of, like, that's what pisses me off. Now, I'm not ignorant to the fact that imposter syndrome is real and people really experience this, and I think that being said, like, I want to kind of give some tips to trying to overcome imposter syndrome. And I'm no therapist. I'm no psychologist. Like I'm not take this at all with a grain of of salt. But this is just things that I have done that I've always done. I'm not saying that I've ever had imposter syndrome and I've overcome it. So I know that this has been successful. But these are just things that I think that I'm consciously doing a lot. And maybe they help with the fact that I don't compare myself to others or feel like I'm a fraud or that I'm not good at what I'm doing. The very first thing that I think is so helpful is separate your feelings from your facts. Chances are like your feelings are so for example like let me think I can I'll use a personal example or a business example for myself. 2022 I had really really big goals and I fell a little bit short of one of my goals. So like a feeling is that sucks, I'm not good enough, I should have done better, I'm a fraud why, like, you know, I'm saying all these negative things because I didn't reach this one goal. The fact is the number that I did reach was over double what I reached the the year before that. So like, that's my feelings versus my facts. And I need to keep them separate. And I need to remind myself that the facts are like, that's the truth. That's what happened. That's what's happening. That's the truth. And that's what you need to think about and compare when you're making business decisions or, you know, dealing with your emotions, whatever, the facts. Your feelings are valid and they're good and they're real and you need to think about your feelings, but I just think you need to keep them separate. It's important to recognize that just because you're thinking things doesn't make them true, you know? So you need to just remind yourself that you know more than you think and you are capable of learning even more. Another thing is to take note of your accomplishments and like celebrate the little wins in business no matter what they are. If you don't sit down and like really think about accomplishments and successes that you have had as a business owner, you are going to get burnt out really, really fast because. I know for me, like, I'm always looking for the next thing. I'm always looking for the next goal to reach, the next big milestone, the next something that's going to bring me that feeling of accomplishment and, like, I'm doing enough and, like, I finally got to where I wanted to be. But thinking that way kind of unfortunately takes away from the smaller things that I'm accomplishing in or on, like, the path to get to where I finally want to be. I could have one month. That's the best month of business ever. But then the next month is a really, really shitty month. And then all of my focus goes into this really, really shitty month. And I just completely forget about the really good month that I just had. I think focusing on any accomplishment, big or small, can help you to feel better when you feel like nothing's going right. You have little reminders of your successes if, whether you have to, like, print them out and post them in your office or, you know, make notes on your phone or whatever you have to do to celebrate the small wins that are going to help you feel like you're still doing a good job even on the days that you are not doing anything right. <laughs> the biggest one and the most important one, but obviously the most challenging one to actually do is to s- stop comparing yourself. You are literally in no same place as somebody else in their life or in their business and comparing your life to... Somebody's life on social media is literally just like a trap. It is a trap for feeling like you don't measure up or like you're not good enough or they're doing it better than you. It is just a trap. So, if that means like you have to completely get rid of social media for the time being, then do it. Having a business Instagram is not worth your mental health, I promise to God. You can reach your clients in other ways that doesn't have to be Instagram. Honestly, if social media is like the place where you are comparing yourself and all you do on the app is compare yourself, get rid of it. It's not worth it. <laughs> I think it helps people to think if you feel like you're experiencing imposter syndrome, think about the fact that even like the smartest, most high-achieving people in the world also can be dealing with imposter syndrome. This is a good thing that society has done for imposter syndrome is you can relate to a lot of people because a lot of people are sharing about imposter syndrome that they're feeling. So, if other people are feeling it, then it will help you feel less alone. Those three things, I personally think, again, I'm no psychologist, I have literally no idea what I'm talking about, but I do think that those three things will be beneficial and will be helpful. One of the biggest reasons that people feel like they experience imposter syndrome is because they are, you know, worrying about what other people are thinking about them or what they're saying about them, and... I truly believe that 95% of the time, people do not care what you're doing. They're not thinking about you. Everybody is so selfish and worried with their own lives that they're not they're not worried about you. And so we need to like keep reminding yourself about that because yes, when they're scrolling scrolling through Instagram and like your post pops up in their feed, they're going to have a thought about it. But then they're going to go to the next one. And they're going to have a thought about that one. And then the next one, they're going to have a thought about that one. And then pretty soon, they're not even going to remember what they saw on your post. Because we're humans, I think we are naturally selfish. And so we're bred to think that people are always thinking about us and always worried about us. But they're not. The same way that you're worrying about yourself right now, people, other people are worrying about themselves. And so it's just like when you're sharing things, just kind of keep that in mind. Be in your own little bubble, in your own little world. And share what you want to share with absolutely no thought of what people are going to think about it. Because the second you start to worry about what other people are thinking about it, that's when you're then making decisions based on what other people are thinking and not what you want to be making decisions based on. One of the like best pieces of advice I ever got was when I had a business coach in 2019 and she told me to post on Instagram or talk on my Instagram stories as if I'm in my own little world. And ever since then, that has been how I share on social media and social media is still very much enjoyable for me. Like I don't think of social media as being a job or a task or some like daunting thing that I have to do as a business owner. I just, I genuinely enjoy social media. And I think it's because I just post like I'm in my own little world and I pretend nobody's going to see it. Nobody's reading it. Nobody cares about it. I feel like there is just like a lot of drama behind the phrase imposter syndrome and that being like I've mentioned this at the beginning but that being said like I'm just talking about this like kind of scenario that society has created behind imposter syndrome I'm not talking about the true facts and you know science behind imposter syndrome that is like very much real I think that the word and the phrase just gets tossed around a lot now because of social media. Am I saying it's fake and no one feels this way? Absolutely not. It makes perfect sense. But I just think that the word and the phrase is thrown around so much now that it makes us feel like everybody should feel this way and that if you don't feel this way, that you're not doing something right or you're not doing enough as a business owner and I think it's, it's great that it is talked about so much because that way the people who do feel it and do experience it genuinely don't feel alone. But I also think it's totally fine if you never feel imposter syndrome. And maybe I'm the crazy one who thinks this and feels this and maybe everybody else is like, no, I feel it. Like you're the only one who doesn't feel it. That's fine. But I don't want to feel like I'm not doing something right. At the end of the day, The only thing that you should judge your success in business by is your client experience and if your business fulfills you and makes you feel happy. If you have served clients successfully and you are happy, then your business is successful, period. It's not about the orders that you receive, the amount, the price, whatever. It's not about the amount of money you make, the amount of social media follows you have, the number of website clicks you get, like, Literally, none of that matters if you have clients who weren't happy with the experience they had working with you or if customers got a product from you that they weren't happy with. The only thing that matters and makes your business successful is happy clients. And if your life is happy, that's it. That is it. (laughs) Like, I don't know how else I need to say it. Those are my thoughts. Those are my thoughts on imposter syndrome. I know they were all over the place. I am very, very curious to see what people think about imposter syndrome. If you feel it, if you do feel it, you know, like how often are you feeling it? Is it something that you feel like you battle every single day? And if you are, is it because you're getting on social media or is it something that you feel creep in? during other times of the day? Like, what is it that you feel like triggers imposter syndrome? Because to me, I feel like it is social media and the fact that we are constantly seeing other people's work and seeing other people's life and their work days and how they're spending their time. And it causes us to judge and to compare with what we're doing with our time. And just like It's just important to remember everybody's at a different phase of their life, a different phase of their business. Nobody is doing the same thing. Nobody's minds are the same. Nobody's feeling the same way. And like, you can't run a successful business if you're worried about how somebody else is running theirs. I hope that wasn't all over the place. It probably was. I'm probably going to listen back to this and be like, holy shit, Julia. Yeah, I think it's just an interesting conversation, an interesting topic to talk about. There are thousands of podcast episodes out there of people who are talking about imposter syndrome, but I think they all kind of lean towards the whole like, this is what it is. This is what you can do. It's okay to feel that way. And it is okay to feel that way. But I wanted to kind of come at it from a different perspective just to kind of see what people think and start a conversation. So yeah, hope you guys liked it. Happy Valentine's Day. Hope you all have a great day. Peace out, guys. Love you. Bye. Cheers to finishing up another chapter in Julia's creative business guidebook. I hope you learned something new and will tune in next week for our new chapter. Until then, take care of yourself, do things that inspire you, and never stop creating. If you have any questions about anything I talked about during this episode, please refer to the link in the episode description to ask your question. All questions will be answered at the end of each unit.